All right, well, let's start this off. I'm ready when you're ready. All right, guys. Well, we are uh, on episode seven. Welcome to the OBS Truckery Podcast. My name is John Carrick from Carrick Customs, and, and we have... My name's Devin from OBS Solutions. Afternoon, John. <laughs> Good afternoon, <laughs> Devin. <laughs> what, uh, are, what are we drinking today? Basil Hayden. All right. Uh, it's it's quite tasty. It's the same thing we were drinking the last time that we drank and did a podcast. This could come off the rails like I think I said last time, which it might have at the end. Question mark. Oh, well. We'll have a good time. It's all that matters. It's going to be good. It yeah, won't we be ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think we need to start with our marketplace moment. No, know? no. I'm going to back up. Oh, whoa. I'm going to back up because you brought this out and I was like, hey, John, I buddy of mine, Bit Wobbles, we're talking, we need to go hop on a plane next year and do the whiskey, the bourbon trail. And you're like, oh, I'm going to do that, Devin. And I'm like, are you serious? I mean, you're talking about it. And I'm like, what an awesome adventure. Yeah. We leave uh, Sunday. Right. My, me and my dad, who's almost 80, and two of our mutual friends. It's kind of funny because uh, my dad's 79, almost 80 other buddy that's going is like 55 and he like i grew up knowing him and he's friends with my dad and then the other guy that's going is like 40 right right about 40 and then i'm going like right about 30 and so we have like (laughs) this weird group of four dudes um and we're the reason we're doing it is because we're going to go to ireland Uh, my dad always wanted to go but ireland's closed down so now we're my one of the guys bought a toy hauler motorhome, and we're driving from here to Kentucky, going through like Tennessee and all that, and doing the Bourbon Trail in Kentucky. I didn't know. I thought you were flying. No. no oh we're, shit! We're driving and we're staying in the motorhome the whole time. Four guys. Four guys. That's it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. An, it, none of us really have any clue what to expect because we've not. We've never done a trip together like the four of us. Okay. All right. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be a great time. <laughs> I love it. I like that you're just going like, hey, screw it, let's just do this. Not a big deal. Yeah. How long? Have you, so you're like a week. We can. I mean, that's a long drive. Yeah, it's gonna be. We're leaving like the second. I think we'll be back the fourteenth. Okay. Um, and it's one of those things like my dad called me up and wanted to do a trip and he's almost 80 yeah. and at this point in life, you know, family is more important than anything else. So exactly. I like, all right, let's do it. I don't know if it's going to be what it's going to be like, but I think it's going to be a great time. Like all of us get along really well and yeah, that's it's one of those like when your old dad says he wants to do something, you kind of just sounds yeah. good. Let's do it. Let's Screw it. Nice. I like that. Whatever you want. Awesome. My hat's off to you. All right. So this is the show. So let's, we better get going here, huh? We just get this show on the road. Marketplace moment. For any of you just tuning into what we do here, uh, marketplace moment is um, where we go on the on the old marketplace, Facebook marketplace. Find something unique in the OBS world or something that we think's badass or cool. And we uh, kind of talk about it, pick it apart, or uh, we're not here to thrash anything. So we just try to find something cool that we like and why we like it. So, yeah. And I mean, we may thrash on some stuff. Who knows? Yeah. You never know. Uh, um, I found, 
I, I know I had to fire my phone back up here um, because it was giving me some problems, but there was an F Super Duty in Salem. Now, F Super Duty. Now, if you don't know what F, if you don't know what F Super Duty is in the years of the you know the ninety four, ninety sixes, ninety sevens in those ranges, I could be off on a couple of years. They did make a Super Duty, but it was like it was like a ton and a half rig. You usually saw them on certainly had a service body on them, that kind of thing. Um, very rare they were four wheel drive. There it is, right there. Boom, six K in Salem. Um, Kenny's. Uh, business has one and it's dude right. it's really unique because it has like an offloadable flatbed service thing you know it has a hydraulic winch and stuff i've often thought like i didn't know much about f super duties years ago and then started getting kind of looking at them and stuff like that and they're so rad i know like chris rutledge has the red one it's really unique low miles um crew Quite cab rusty titty bit yeah didn't did i hear them say that like <clears throat> It's one of those projects where he almost wishes he wouldn't have torn so far into it because there's so much to fix underneath. I think uh, talking with Chris, that I think it just depends on the day. I mean, yeah, right. I, I mean, and that we all, goes we all with get, all projects. We all get that way. We all get in there like, what the hell did I do? I I think that was a pretty unique uh, truck because it was like, I think it's only got 17,000 miles on it. It was like a firefighter thing. It had this really you know box on the back that was gnarly. Um, you know, he's sent me some pictures of it. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, and like I said, I'm amazed on how the, the length that he's going with it. It's something that I think, um, <laughs> a lot of people would have like said, screw this. And he's just going for it. So, but back to the F super duty stuff, I think, uh, what's cool is the axles. If it's a four wheel drive, it's really unique because they use a totally, it's a different than a, Dana, a standard Dana 60. Isn't you know, it a Dana 70? Yeah, it's like this weird, goofy deal. It's, you know, um, I hear parts are hard to get for them. But anyway. Well, and they were only done by conversion companies. Correct. And then they also don't have, it's a the rear ends, a disc brake. Um, oh, really? Yeah, they use, and then they, for their parking brake, they use a drum assembly on the back of the transfer case or the back of the transmission. Which you, is like right. a really solid way to do a parking brake. Driveline brake. Yep. Sweet. All day long. And, you know, we we have several drill trucks that come into the shop even now, and they're still being used. And they come in, they're four-wheel drive, they have, you know, all this stuff, and they just on the road all day long. But I saw this one, a Marketplace Moment, which is awesome. It's cool. I love the 90s uh, trim on it. Or not trim, but uh, the striping. Paint. Yeah. yeah, the striping. It's it's very unique. It's I mean, got my, this what's orange. What's on it? Uh, is that 313K? Yeah. 313,000 miles. It's a 97 F Super Duty, like we said. It looks like original Alcoa's. And it's got, are those called West Coast mirrors? You know, I always call them jungle gym mirrors because it looks right. like a jungle, like a, like something you see at a kid's park, like the jungle gym because there's all these rods hanging off it. Like, just go yep. ahead and grab onto that and just swing off the end of it. And I'm sure some kid has at some point. I believe Box Knife has had someone swing off of it once or twice. Yeah, I'm you? pretty sure. Uh, no, no. I think it hit. Uh, someone was driving it drunk and hit a fence. Oh. And then after that, it looked like someone may have swung off one or once or twice. Gosh. <laughs> um, but that being said, yeah, they got the the big mirrors on it. Which, if you're a fan of those, good for you. If you're not, I'm I'm not a fan of those mirrors. Me neither. You, dude, you touch those mirrors and it dents the door, and they're just rigid and they suck, in my opinion. But hey, uh, you got the visor on it though. Oh yeah, is that a Lund? I don't know, dude. That's whole. That's like Kenny's world. I never know that fiberglass stuff. Kenny, yeah, he knows that stuff. But this truck, it's a seven three Power Stroke, six grand. Six grand seems cheap for what that is, and I guarantee that's an Oregon truck. Look, no rust. 
Look no. at the engine compartment. They just got an S and B. Oh my gosh, there it is right there. I'll give them another couple hundred dollars. Sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the opposite wheeler dealer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I see this. So I'm gonna give you more. Um, notice the core support. Look, go back With, to the core support. You can okay. tell if it's look, not much rust on the core support, barely any. Yeah. And was, you can still see the stickers. Yep. That's what I look at when we say Oregon truck, like boom, right there. Like the core support still has paint on it. It's not like all that dimply pockmarked rust. You, you know, like like you said, the stickers are still on it. Yeah. Um, I love it. So as the turbo, the cover for the fuel filter, right? Oh my gosh. You know, that's OG stuff. It is. It's still got that intake, yep, uh, that the snorkel. plastic intake snorkel. Yeah. I see SMB updated that by the way. Oh really? They just came out with a new air box, which it, it's like incorporated one piece. So if you're missing that snorkel, I, I don't know why they didn't do that to begin with. The only bummer would be though, as we're looking at that, it looks like a nightmare if you want to replace your battery. Oh, because you have to pull the whole thing out. To, I haven't had one in hand yet. We still have a stock of the older style, and we um, once those are depleted, we'll get the new one in. But I'm not sure. Looking at the pictures, though, that was a big question for us. Well, I still need to get one of those from you. Give us a call. You know okay. the number. Um, anyway. That's weird. That is weird. Getting some geese. That happens from time to time. Um, but what's cool about it is it looks like it has never been molested. Besides having a work box on the back, and obviously, is that a smokestack on the back of it? It's got a smokestack coming out of it? Or no, that's like a... No. No, okay, so... That's got to be some sort of, like, mount for... It looks like it was... there. Maybe there was a crane on oh, it before, maybe. and then the boom. Six grand seems way cheap. It really does. And, like, the front bumper looks really straight. It's got something like a, like a... Does it have a wow in the center of it? Yeah, it kind of looks like, yeah, something going on there. But regardless, six grand. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I mean, that would make a, a really killer truck. Trip to the ATM, shall we? After we're done here? To yeah. To Salem? I mean, it's not that far away. But if we continue drinking whiskey, we may spend even more money. Let's do this. Next one. What's the next <laughs> up on the marketplace moment? <laughs> next up. Oh, dude, check out the box on it. Like, I didn't realize it was a pass-through or it was like a yeah. open in the back. Yeah, that's a, and so you can still use it as an actual flap or, you know, like I pick it up, yeah. has a bed. Hmm. Blue interior. Ooh, this, <clears throat> that seat, it's, that's got 313 miles <laughs> of in and out of the work truck seat. I love when you know when uh, it goes to that, I give zero Fs for the seat when you don't take it to the upholstery place. You just put a cover on it, and it's one of those covers, Universal. Yes. That looks like, um, I would think, like a poncho. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a Mexican blanket cover. Yes, exactly. And like, they're super scratchy. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks ass. And it's either that or beads. You can do the bead one. <laughs> oh, the beads. I don't know. I, I've met people that like having the beads on the seats for really? like their back. I'm like, oh, that is no way. so uncomfortable. No way. But you know what? Check out the instrument cluster. Yeah. It's not all dusty and dirty and dingy. I don't think those are factory Alcoas, though. Those are some Ultras or something. Really? The, yeah, look at the lug nuts. I, got the, I think they're an Ultra. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. That's, yep. A, that's an Ultra wheel or something aftermarket thing. But they still, still look all right. Heck yeah. Yeah, it looks... It, <laughs> I don't, six grand seems che cheap for me. For, for an F Super Duty. Yeah. And it looks like it has a plow mount on the front. Um, mm. Could this yeah. be a bend rig? <laughs> it could, except it's not four-wheel drive. It's got, it's got government plates on it? 
or uh, city no, plates? City think, plates? Well, no, those are just the heavy oh, vehicle plates, okay. Okay. truck plates. Those are those make your insurance prices and registration prices astronomical. In oh, it does. Oh, I was hoping yeah. it's going the opposite way. No. Oh. There's really like from what I've found, there's it just there's like a baseline of how much stuff costs with the government, and then it it doesn't go down. It just oh, goes it just goes up. up. Okay, okay. Well, it's good to know. <laughs> That's good to know. Oh, okay. Whew. Um, should we carry on to the next one? Are we going to? Are we going to do another? Yeah, dude. There's a, there's a crew cab on there. Uh, it's somewhere in this realm. I've got a in, not F, in the F Super Duty, right? No, go F three fifty. I found it. It was a two tone. It had a goofy wheel on it, but do you know what year? No, I just put F three fifty in. That's how I always do. And it came up. Okay. Ooh, what is that right there? With what, the motorcycles? No, go to the far right. There's a red one. What is that about? It's a 1990 F350 Crew Cab Long Bed Dually. Now, this is a different one, Wait, but check this out. 10,000 miles. What? So it's going to be an IDI if it's 1990, right? Yep. If it is a diesel. But look at it's got the it's got the running boards. I know Paul always talks about those. It's got the running boards with the lights. It's got the Lund visor. It still has decent amount of fiberglass on left on the duels, right? I mean, it does have a matching canopy. Yeah. Driven 10k. There's no way because it says here parting out 73 IDI new ejector ejector, ejector. Pump. <laughs> it's got the new ejectors <laughs> has bad engine can be rebuilt has bad engine i mean my spelling is bad but in punctuation but that i want to yeah look in that note for anybody listening if you're going to make an ad to sell something Re- review yeah review it make it kind of detailed right has use, yeah. use that like first through fifth grade grammar that you know you learn punctuation and- or spell check Oh, yeah, that's crazy, right? It's a, it's a new, it's new to the world these days. Yeah, Looking it's kind of like how uh, growing up, you know, you couldn't use a calculator in math class because, sure, you're not, you're not just gonna carry a calculator around everywhere with you, are you? <laughs> Meanwhile, you look at your iPhone, and I'm gonna use a calculator while I'm texting someone, and I'm yeah. on Marketplace trying to buy something, calculating if I have enough money <laughs> to Ex- text that person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And now we have spell checks, so there's really like no excuse to uh, not check your spelling. But yeah, it's kind of an interesting Dude, truck. That is a perfect come and swap. Yes, you know what I mean. And like Dana sixty, the front make it four wheel drive. Yep, um, that would be killer. Uh, there is ooh, is this? That's it. Don't I mean? Uh, it's click on, just ad. click on. Just oh, click on that okay. one. I always click, click on that on one. I always click on this we, one. We have to remember to explain to people what we're looking at. Um, this one is a '95 F one fifty, Eddie Bauer edition, single cab, short bed, four wheel drive, ninety five thousand miles. It that's oh, what four says. times four. Yep, it's got the sixteen logo. Yep, you're right. And for anybody out there, <laughs> buy it now price is only $800. It cannot be a scam. Just go ahead and click on it. And if you're going to do that, give them your email. All right. Just and do that. your bank account routing number and or account number and routing. They've gotten so crafty these days. I love how they just go right to give us your email. Right. Well, apparently you can contact Brenda Ward. Mm. I mean... I, I would I'd send Brenda Ward an email and 
<laughs> and see. <laughs> I love when you send her an email, and then for for whatever reason, I get all kinds of emails for. Uh, oh yeah, you know, Women's Life Health magazine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know what I mean? Like it just popped up. I don't know that you can't like unsubscribe from. Is that a thing? I don't know. I get a bunch of weird <laughs> emails that I can't. Uh, so anyway, that is the one that I always find. I click on it accidentally. It was that rig. And I'm always like, got me again. Uh, I I wish it was real. What is that? F, uh, what's that? Long bed. Check, click on that. Okay. 2.53 on the clock. It is a diesel. It's a 96, so it's going to be a power stroke. 96 F250 long bed. <gasps> it looks clean. Cab. It does. Look at the 10K. That's that looks cheap to me. 10K. I mean, the my the part I struggle with is I'm just not a huge extended cab long bed fan. You know, it, it's I think that's a market that um, it's going to be growing because as crew cabs are more desirable, and you know, single cabs are great, but you have a single cab, you know, you can't get anything in, and oh, you know, it's like impossible. Yeah. So a club cab to me, I. I'd be down for a club cab, especially if it's a short box club cab. Right. That's and, and I guess you're right. I do like them. It's just, uh, I don't know. I haven't, I've seen a couple mm-hmm. that look, you know, just the way I would want them. And my buddy Jake has one. His is nice. Um, but yeah, no, they're, and the back seat though is pretty neat because it, they yep. fold down. Like yes, into they, a yep, bed. Exactly. Yeah. I I think the club cab scene will get is getting popular and it's gonna only gonna get more popular. Um oh the obviously the clear coat's coming off of this guy. Just needs a little bit of paint work, but nothing too gnarly. But oh I, okay, when they have the OG liner in it from like the dealership, yeah. That always makes me happy because it's always like I wanna see underneath that liner. I wanna make sure that it didn't just get put in like five years ago like it sat on that truck forever well and would you be worried about rust under one of these not here in the valley or not in in this area pacific i never have our little green short box that i just got rid of uh it had a liner its whole life and it was just like brand new underneath there nice it was pretty amazing gray interior i love it gray interior cb you gotta have a cb hey check this out not a crack in the dash pad or is that a crack? Mm. Oh shit! I spoke too soon. It's spoke got a crack. Too okay. Soon. Okay. Well, maybe not as clean as we we're hoping. Apparently, somebody set their coffee cup up that on happens. the dash and, and it spilled. <laughs> and it, they didn't clean it up. Hey, I'm telling you, the club cab scene. We should start buying them up now because I think there's there's like everything. I think we should just buy all of them. I mean, why yeah. not? Yeah, just keep yeah hoarding them until you you don't have any room for them. Uh, speaking of which, is that like the guy in Sisters with that massive collection? Right. So I, uh, I've contacted that guy. So for one, Paul or Chris Rutledge, uh, called me up asking about that collection, said that as soon as they told the guy that they were from Texas, he hung up on him. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I'll, I'll give him a call for yeah. you. And, so I call him and talk to him and I try and give him a little background on me. Like I live in Bend, right? which is for those of you that don't know, it's only 30 minutes uh, away from sisters. Now you need to tell people about this collection though. You need to back the train up a little bit. Tell them about that collection. Cause that is a very unique collection of OBS trucks here in Oregon. And I think 90% of them are all Oregon trucks. Yeah, I think so. It's a, uh, it's like 15 trucks. Some and... are Centurions. Some are not. Some are, 
uh, crew cab short boxes, which are in, in my world, I think those are some of the best or some of the most unique because they didn't make a lot of them. Right. You know, three quarter ton club cab. Um, they're, they're hard to come by and this guy has a pretty cool collection. Um, but from everything that I've dealt with, like I called him, tried to get him in touch with Chris and Paul and, as soon as I said, I have some buddies in Texas, he hung up on me and would not return my phone calls, nothing. Like, that was it. Finally, he texts me and is like, well, I don't think I want to sell all of them, but I might sell this one. And oh, really? so I think really what he's, he just likes showing off, at least this is the way it appears, he just likes showing off how many of these he has, but doesn't actually want to sell them. Oh, don't tell me that. I think he wants 80K for the whole lot. Is that um, what this says in the ad? Now, see that right there? I went and saw these trucks. Oh, you went and looked at them? Yeah. Uh, Kenny and I went over. We were, uh, he had some parts. He said he had some really like, really clean OG stuff. We got there, and it was like, yeah. yeah. But we went there, talked to him, and went and looked. Now, he didn't have all of these. He only had, like, I think that collection has grown. Yeah, he keeps acquiring. Yeah, I mean, this is new. This uh, yeah, with the single cab long bed with like a refrigerator (laughs) box on it. Well, if it's a pizza delivery rig or something, who knows? But that wasn't there. the The two half tons weren't there. That wasn't there. This is a single cab long bed, white with a red stripe, like right one fifty on factory Alcoa. Now, see that right there, he didn't have. So I don't know where these rigs are coming from, but he's acquired a lot more. And I think, are we still at 80K for the whole allotment? I'm not Jeez, sure. And he didn't have that much room. There was not that much room back there behind his house. I'm really surprised. Look at the list. If you guys are listening to this, go on uh, well, yeah, Marketplace, obviously, and you type, are you on Craigslist or Marketplace here? Uh, this one's on Craigslist. All right, so we we broke away from marketplace moments. <laughs> so he is selling. He has a total of twenty of them, and he's selling twelve of them as a complete. You know, like all twelve for twenty five thousand, and they range. Wait, wait, twenty five, twenty four thousand, twenty five thousand for the whole allotment. That can't be right. No, for the for, for these the- twelve. Which is a bunch of F one hundred and fifty regular cabs, okay, and extended cabs, and one F three hundred and fifty crew cab long bed two wheel drive. Then he has his next set here. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, eight trucks for eighty five thousand. Oh, that's where I'm. That's what I remember. Okay, that's what I remember seeing. So it's not the whole thing. It's wow. It's. Now, I can't see that because you got it far away. So read down that list. What are they? Um, so this there go. Oh, first one is a 93 crew cab, 4x4, F350, 7.3, uh, ZF5. A 94 regular cab, long bed, 4x4, IDI turbo ZF5. Wow. F150 crew cab, uh, 4x4 Centurion, 95. Um, Look at that one. F450 regular cab, two-wheel drive, dually flatbed, 7.3 power stroke, ZF5. And then obviously, and then here's the ones I always thought were rad. The 96 F, uh, F350 regular cab long bed. That was a cool truck if I remember right. But this right here, the 96 F250 crew cab, four-wheel drive, 7.3 power stroke, automatic. And there's, there's a, two of, two of them. Um, and I thought he had 
a club cab F250. I thought he did, but anyway, he's got a whole uh, assortment of just the rigs that you don't see a lot of, the crew cab short boxes that, you know what, they made them for two years or something. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. And then there's a Centurion crew cab half ton in there, but I, where else are you going to see that? Not, Not too I, many place, places. Besides uh, the Rutledges. But. They, they probably have stuff like that, but, but in one whole backyard of this guy's house. Yeah, in town, in sisters. <laughs> and so if you got 80K lying around and you want to deal with a guy that is uh, a little difficult, it sounds like, at times. Yeah, then you, this might be the deal for you. Yeah, bring a buttload of money and um, some patience, and you might be able to score a whole lot of trucks. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. I don't know that... It's just a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I... Uh, It'd be fun if I had that kind of money to just throw around and play with. <laughs> well, maybe one day. So what are we going to do next? What's on, our, what's on our agenda? So that was a marketplace moment for the day. I think we've burned that one up enough. But um, Yeah, we did. Um, I think lately we've been talking about a lot of the different trucks that we see on Instagram that we like and kind of like the projects that right. we want to do and how, you know, seeing other people's projects – the OPP uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes you like want to do some of those of your own, you know, like my, my list of projects that I want to do range far and wide and is like never ending. Um, but yeah, I think there, we got some, some Instagram trucks that we want to take a look at. Uh, the, I mean, we have a list here and I, I mean, I could add to that list for days. I mean, we really could. Uh, the first one, Nick, how do you say last name? I, Eisenhower? Is it Eisenhower? Is that what it is? Okay. I mean, that would be my guess. It, Nick, I, if you're listening, we're probably butchering up, butchering up your name, so I apologize. Um, I love the long travel desert stuff. Dude, me too. And seeing his truck, uh, it's it's just so cool. I love the kind of 80s coloring, which funny, which is funny. I didn't even mean to do this when we did our logo okay but like the red uh red orange and yellow okay like that's i I guess that's yeah i never thought about that yeah i really dig that uh this it's just a really sweet single cab basically and i'm not very in this world so i don't know uh the technical terms i don't think it's a true trophy truck it's like a pre-runner truck Uh pre-runner short track right Um, but I, I love following him on Instagram and seeing the events that he does. And like he recently just rolled that truck. Oh, no way. Yeah. And this, I sound like a total Instagram stalker. I'm just one of the <laughs> thousands of people that follow him as well. But I saw he rolled it in a race right before Holly's LS Fest. Okay. And I think through Instagram and whatnot, he's posting about like, does anybody have a cab? Does anybody have these parts? Like they got the whole truck, the new cab, uh, new fenders, hood, everything on it and done in like a matter of days. Wow. Then got it wrapped and took it to LS Fest. So that's an LS swap truck then. That Is would that be correct? my assumption. I would, I, would, I would think so. I mean, common sense would say it is. Uh, yeah, I, I love how just like these, these trucks just look so gnarly from the front of the fiberglass, the long travel. Oh um, yeah. I like how he's like, he's always, you see the outfit in white. I just, 
fucking cracks me up. I, I totally dig it. Yeah, it's so rad. It's it it's a scene or like it's a um, a culture that seems very large in Southern California that we don't have a lot of up no. here because like I'm sure that's two wheel drive truck like where I live especially like we don't have two wheel drive trucks because of snow and ice and yeah. like we have to be able to drive in the winter time granted I'm, this isn't a truck that's on the road no but i, I think that uh that scene of the desert the high des or the i guess you call it the desert area that they're in and they're just always out in the dirt and it's always you know it's it's so we're so far removed from it you know and we're really not in retrospect we're not that far away from them but no. it's like just the environment changes and so does the the toys right yeah exactly right it's like oh okay we're here in the valley or we're here you know in bend and so it's all um, you know, trucks that are on, you know, 37s on 18s and, you know, they're out in the woods or, you know, if they're not like a show truck or something that is just pristine, you know, they're up there cutting firewood or you're out wheeling it in the mud or whatever, or rock crawling it, you know, bouncing off of rocks. Um, but then you drive a little ways and it's a totally different environment, especially in that area. Yeah. I you mean, know? It's kind of like they wouldn't have snowmobiles, but here, like that's a common <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, I love. I just like the look. I, I don't think Lisa would ever let me have a truck that that much money into, right? Or a mustache like that. Like two things. Right solid there. mustache. That's a solid mustache. So Nick, if you're listening, if you ever listen, the mustache keep nice. nice. Yeah, I like the uh, keep growing. Check out the wheels, dude, with the BFGs. Yep, right there. It, methods and bfgs just killer killer setup yeah and and the cool thing is i saw on the um on the truck show instagram the no bs obs truck show 10-4 he commented on one of the posts and said like that he he's like we should go so sweet it would be i mean yeah it sounds like we're really fanboying and reaching out but <laughs> maybe we are sure what the heck <laughs> Dude, come up, um, have a good time with us. Yeah, uh, we can we can we can uh, we can talk about uh, all the suspension stuff that you guys have going on, and it'd probably make our stuff look like a shit show. Yeah, and introduce us to your world because I, the more I look at this, the more like I am, I'm dying to carve out like a portion in the shop, not this one, but another one to build a truck like this. Like I would love to get into this. Right. This, you know, money pit of a <laughs> hobby. Because you need to throw sport. some more money at something. Like, yeah, because I have so much of it to just, just throw. Coming in in wheelbarrows. All yeah, right. Okay, I, I can I see wish. that. Yeah, no, that, that is not the case. <laughs> but, what's, ne what's next on uh, on the Instagram thing? Um, ooh, Nick CC Fab. This guy. Um, do, you wanna, do you want to tackle well, this last name? Uh, is it Gnotis? Sure. Sure. You're, you're, yeah, that's it. Gano Tice. Yeah. Gano Tice. I don't know. I, I sure it could be. I I uh, I think we um, he follows us on Instagram. That's how we found out about it. And um, Kenny had said something about it. He also rides dirt bikes, which you know me, a hundred percent down. You yeah. Know? You're into OBS trucks and you ride dirt bikes. Do we just come best friends? You must be a good dude. Yeah. I don't care if he, yeah all all day long. Um, what's cool though is he's got some serious fab skills. Check out like the front end and uh, rear end of this truck and suspension setup that he has been working on. Everything's clean, everything is in his place, 
and it looks to me when you go through everything, he's doing it out of his garage, which I think is the most incredible thing. His garage isn't a shit show. It looks clean. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm like, exactly. This is it right here. I think it's badass. It says right here on his page, for everybody looking, we'll, uh, we'll be sure to put the different Instagram accounts um, in the show notes sure. so that people can click on them and see what we're actually now, talking no one, about. Let people know, no one t- asked us to put this oh, stuff yeah. on there. We just kind of <laughs> like, hey, what we're talking, uh, like we, you know, this is basically a bullshit session today and we're talking, we're like, hey, you'd be cool like, if you check this truck out. And you're like, hey, why don't we talk about that on our show and let people know yeah this is, this is shit that we talk about on a daily right you know totally so and um, we also didn't warn any of these people about no <laughs> no no we didn't tell them at all so yeah um so anyway yeah right here in his in his profile you know it, all the things he lists about himself the second thing there is garage fab at its finest which <laughs> i would have to agree with him coming from somebody that builds suspensions um and you know, he's, he's doing a really quality job. The front end on this truck, it appears to be a factory Dana 60 front axle that is trussed, uh, linked coilovers, very similar to like what we've done. Right. But much fancier in the sense that like, this is something I would love, I would do for my own truck, but it would be way too involved to sell to customers to be able to get them to you know be able to install something right. like this now it looks very impressive it looks like a high steer setup or something like that have you noticed yeah. that like he's doing like a high steer with crossover you know crossover track bar um, all heim joints um which that's something i wouldn't do for a street driven truck you know like a daily driver right. they just get too noisy too quick mm-hmm. um but for what it appears he does with this like that is the way to go i think he had at king hammers a couple years ago i could be wrong i think eric uh eric saw that i think this is this at no it's not um let's look at some more pictures it gets used you see that it gets i mean he's out there and it gets used yeah long arm check out the rear did you check out the rear suspension if you go down he did some unique linked stuff right there in the far right check that out yeah this so what we're looking at here is a cantilevered um, shock, but it's also, you know, it's also got regular trailing arms with, you know, your coilovers and your bypasses. It's got king air bumps, but then it's got links going up to what looks like, maybe that's a cantilevered... um, Sway? Sway. No, I think it's got... Does it have a hub lockout on that cantilever? I I can't tell from that picture, but some guys are now going taking and putting a hub lockout on it. It doesn't look like that one does. That would make... That would be interesting, huh? Yeah, I've seen that where guys take and they'll actually put a hub... um, The best way to describe it is like your four-wheel drive hub, and they, they use that for a lockout to turn on and off your sway bar setup. Wow. I mean, it's just stuff like that. It's just, that is something that when you see that, you're like, what a great idea. Or whoever came up with that and is working on that is amazing. And that's what that is. Uh, Somebody asked that in the comments. Uh, He said it's a Dana 60 unit bearing board out to accept a 35 spline sway bar. There you go. That's that's really killer. And then his looks like it's not lock in, lock out. Do you notice that? Like he's just got a aftermarket hub on there. But I've seen some guys, like I said, they just make it so you can turn it, you know, you unlock it and therefore it's not. Then you aren't running yep. your sway bar in the back. Mm-hmm. That's a, I dig that. That's mm-hmm. a really neat, neat way to go. And it's a trust 
rear axle too. Um, yeah, this truck is this truck is sweet. It's sweet, and I I think what impresses me the most a couple things obviously out of his garage, right? Serious right. serious welding skills, fab skills. But what impresses me is he made all that fit real estate wise at the back of the truck. Now people may go, well, it's a long box, you have all this room, but he made the cantilever all fit in that spot before the bumper. So the frame isn't really extended. No. It's not like, it's not goofied out in the back. It's still running an eight foot box. The wheel is still centered in the wheel well. It's not like too far back, too far forward. Regardless of how it works, if it's too soft, too roly poly, I don't even care. I think the... Uh, the level of ingenuity and what he's done here, and I'm sure other people have done similar stuff. He has maybe just done it the cleanest that I've seen in that sense right. out of his house. It's it's and look very at the, impressive. And look at the flex he's got on it there. He's got a picture of a forklift picking it up and like yeah. how much it flexes good. And he's definitely stiffened that frame up uh, to only have that much deflection or just all the linkage mm-hmm. that's in there helps keep that frame straighter because. If you take a stock, you know, right. OBS frame and you articulate it like this, you're going to have like, I don't know, four, six inches of cab Just bed. Variant, yeah. Variants. A lot of flex in them. Yeah. I often thought, though, is that what's kept them going this long and not oh. breaking in half? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I, I read up on this at some point and it was. I don't think it was for longevity. I think it was purely. Um, a spreadsheet thing purely uh-huh. manufacturing dollars. well what rigs in those years would have been fully boxed well none none so there's no probably- dodges were not fully boxed but they had a box frame mm-hmm. i believe like second gens sure did but those frames were not very well designed because they have a tendency to hold water and rust and then break in half with too much power so uh, we that brings up a discussion like the whole boxing of a frame that's boxed, not essentially hold water. That's one that if people box a frame, you wouldn't think about that until after the fact. Yeah, no. And, and which is an, there's real simple solutions, right? Like it doesn't take rocket science. You drill a hole in the bottom, right? A small drain hole. But there's also a lot of uh, misconceptions on that boxing a frame in and of itself just makes it like takes all that twist away and fixes it. It it really doesn't. It's, it's a, it's a ladder frame. So mm-hmm. it's all about how strong your cross members are because you can have two solid rails, but if you don't have good cross members, you can just twist it. Right. And if you look at an OBS, the cross members besides the front are, is not, yeah, it's very, very like kind of ridiculous. Once you look at an OBS frame, they leave a lot to be desired. But on the same notion, we still have trucks that are 300, 400K at like the F Super Duty and totally. all these. They're still out there, still killing it. Um, but a box frame on an OBS, John, what are you thinking? Well, I'm not thinking boxing a factory frame. But right. But you never know what's coming down the road. You never know. Well, <laughs> you, you we'll might know. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Anyways. Uh, moving on. So anyway, hey, Nick, awesome, uh, awesome truck. Totally dig it. Yeah, and if you're, you know, uh, 808 and the 702, so Hawaii to, I don't know where the 702 is, but... Isn't 702 California? It's got to be California. I think I saw California plates. Anyways, here's an open invitation to the No BS OBS truck show, which we'll pass out to uh, everybody. Yeah, please. 
but would love to see this truck in person, pick your brain. I'd like to hear about your, uh, yeah. So no BS truck show, remember 13th, 14th and 15th. And so, we will have a link. Remind me after this to put a link in the show notes right. with all the details on the truck show. Lisa, remind me to remind John cause I'll forget. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there Perfect. we go. <laughs> um, yeah, he's definitely this, a lot of the frame has been changed. This truck is killer. And right? I, I love it. I, Nick, we would love to see this truck at the show. Please show up. Yeah. We'd, we'd love to have you. Let's, and definitely come Friday night. I'll cook you a burger. Mix <laughs> <laughs> um, you a drink. So next up, what do we got? Well, we've, we've really made quite a list because... <laughs> I think that's you know, not even can, like half what's in my brain. I know we could go through this. All what is this? Day. What's this third one here? Who is this third one? I don't know some of yours here. So, so this one I had to throw in there it is not a, it's, it's not an OBS. You're killing me smalls. Really? But this guy, I've talked to him quite a bit and it's keeping it classic is the, uh, is the name of his Instagram page. And he, He's a firefighter down in Orange County. Okay. Super cool dude. He's and he somehow has so many cool trucks. Um, his favorite being the '65 uh, Mercury Crew Cab truck. Now you have to explain to people there was a Mercury pickup truck. Yes. Some people might not know that because Ford, Lincoln, Mercury. Right. You know we're all the same, and they're very rare. They're much more common in Canada. Um, but he's, he's somebody I would like to actually talk to and explain the history of the Mercury, um, truck background, but yeah, so it, it, it's a Ford truck, but it's all Mercury badged and like the tailgate says Mercury on it instead of having Ford Mm -hmm. pressed into it, it's actually Mercury. And, um, so he's got that, he's got, um, some seventies Ford crew cabs. He's got a Dodge crew cab with a Cummins. Wait, wait, wait. Devin in the back has a question. So his Mercury, besides it being a Mercury badge truck, it's also a crew cab in those years. Yes. Which is even more rare. I mean, that's like rare and then re-rare, right? I mean, like added rare. Yes, it is. This era of crew cab, which I forget, is this like the 60s? It's a 60s. Slick side or? I don't know the side, what they call those. I don't know. Do they have a (laughs) Is there they a name do, for those? and okay. I don't remember exactly what it is, but yeah, this truck was built by this guy Delfab, and he purposely, um, the owner of it, purposely didn't want the body restored, so it's just polished. The interior he redid, but okay, he wanted all the character on the outside done, and then it has um, a five point eight. Uh, what are those? Gosh, why am I spacing on that? The uh, the Ford, the common Ford motor that comes in Mustangs, Coyote, oh, a Coyote motor. Oh, so it's a, it's not a, it's not a diesel. No, this is a, oh. a supercharged Coyote with a Tremec six-speed in it. This thing? Yeah. Oh, it, people who are listening, please go check this out. This is, I thought it'd be like you have a Cummins in it or something like that. No. Wow. Seven hundred and forty horsepower. Uh, I've seen on Instagram he's already had to replace clutch once in it because I think he drives the wheels off of it. It is so cool. Is it what kind of running gear then? I mean, what are we talking for axles then? Is it on a one ton axle setup or? Yeah, I think it's a Dana sixties, huh. you know, hmm. one tons. Dude, is that, wait, is that a bump side he has too? Is that seventies green thing his also? He just sold that. That was an all original, like one owner barn fine truck. 
This is his Dodge Crew Cab uh, 74 Power Wagon with a P-Pump Cummins in it. Um, then he has what he calls, like, this is, he calls this cowboy. Yeah, sorry, Another cowboy uh, truck. Wow. But that is... Dent side crew cab with the Cummins. Lisa, Lisa, you want to look at that real quick? She'd be all over that right there. She would trade in every OBS we own for that right there. Yeah, that, and that's what my I, I grew up in was. one of those trucks. They're so cool. They're cool. They are definitely awesome. All metal. They're yeah. much plastic, and there there isn't much com creature comforts. No, there's not. And then the one other truck I'd like to show you on here is. No, wait, wait. Go to that green truck, Lou. Check out that green truck. Check that out. So for everybody listening, this is a '69. Uh, it is a, a Ford Ranger. It's got the dark green over the mint green, and it's all period correct. It's all original. This not guy's a restored. firefighter, really? Yeah, yeah. He's a. You're a firefighter. Where's your collection at then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got three OBSs, but uh, we're, we're the wrong. We're we're doing the wrong trucks, right? I guess. Yeah. This is wow. this is the other one. The last one I'll go over. It's um. It's a bump side 68 Mercury crew cab that he had custom done to make it like a mega cab because those old crew cabs were pretty yeah. small back seats. Yep. So it's stretched in the back a little bit. It looks really clean and it's getting a P pump, 12 valve Cummins, uh, 48 RH, Dana 60, 70, like fully restored, just a sweet sweet truck i love seeing stuff like this and it's not like flashy and they're not all over the gram you know what i mean no, like they're yeah. not they're like kind of you know subtle you don't see these people much and i when you find them you they're the vehicles the processes they're going through even if they're not doing it themselves yeah the um the style i guess is what i'm after like what they're doing is it's right. not like 30 inch wheels and it's not like you know I, i'm a I'm a big fan of monster trucking, right? Like big oh, yeah. suspension and stuff. But this right here, it looks like a 35 or a 37, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, conservative, not a ton of lift on it. But no. yeah, it looks good. Kind of like an icon product. Exactly. You know, like an icon product is perfect because it's not too bro-ish and it's not too plain Jane. It's right in the middle. It's functional. You know, it does the job, but still looks good. That's, that's my favorite is something that like, to the naked eye that right. has no clue, like whatever they, they'll just think it's a nice truck or Bronco or mm -hmm. whatever. But to like somebody that appreciates that stuff, there's all these little details that you can look at for a long time, and there's not these big distracting, uh -huh. like obviously didn't come with that sort of things. Or it takes away, or like we use this big shiny thing as an as a distraction from the shitty paint or the rust on the frame or right. the engine bay that looks like someone threw up in it. Yep. Right. Like that's that's a thing. Totally. So stuff like this is very amazing. Um, John and I follow Icon products or Icon. Um, Four by four. Four by four, really close because we love everything that they kind of produce. It's really subtle, but yet still functional and still looks cool. So that's why we always talk about that. Um, what's next? I got um, wings. What wings? World? What that is that? One, that one we can dive what is into. That? You what, what, look let's at see. That? What is this? Is this OBS stuff? No. <laughs> well, it is and it isn't. It, this page I just found recently. Um, 
social-based page, uh, off-road page. It's Wings World Official, and they have a bunch of OBSs on here that are like pre-runner stuff. Like I said, right? Um, I've started following this stuff more, and then wondering why now I want to do more projects. Check out the hey, go go up, scroll up, and to the right, you have that one right there. You have the pre-runner OBS Ford next to a new GMC. Look how rad the pre the OBS Ford looks compared to the GMC. People are like, "Well, this is an OBS podcast," but like, I, I you can't even like compare that that body style of that of that OBS. Yep. Still currently blows out of the water the newer designs to this day. Right, and that GMC doesn't look bad. It's no, obviously it looks good. built. But oh yeah, it's all it's all widened out, but the Ford just looks so much better, and it's because of that body style not because of the emblem correct oh dude you know me i I, right doesn't matter the emblem so much it's just the body style that's just what i dig you could have an ls in there i wouldn't care and this guy the owner of that truck which is kind of why i started following this page um his name is christian ewing oh okay i've seen this before okay and he has this truck before that one right there to the right the this one in the Uh, middle no it's not him to the right right yeah i think that's him okay um, it's an extended cab, short bed, pre-runner truck that looks very, very well put together. Um, well thought out, fairly simple looking, but mm-hmm. like a nice truck. Um, and then I was scrolling through his Instagram page and saw, uh, where is it? It's a, <clears throat> it's a brick nose. Okay. Nose. Looks like Kenny's truck almost, but in a three quarter ton. It's a 250 IDI, two-wheel drive, and he did coilovers on it um, with the stock beams and put links in, just very clean uh, links, coilovers, limit straps, uh, factory beams, two-wheel drive, IDI diesel that's like his... uh, Daily? Yeah, like, I think, yeah, daily... So I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you on this. All right, I'm gonna pause on this because I want people to know this is a brick nose, which right now the market is like somewhat lower on brick noses. Oh, totally. It's a standard cab brick nose, which some guys are have a hard on for. Some most people are like eh, whatever. And then it's an IDI, which is like oh my gosh, this guy and, and two, it's two wheel drive. drive, like it's two wheel yeah. drive, and you're like. Two-wheel drive trucks, oh my gosh, that thing's worthless. You could probably pick that truck up, if even if it's super straight, you could probably pick it up for like two to three grand. Yeah. And this guy, long. Christian, took this truck it's, and left the stock TTB, which if I remember right, the three-quarter ton TTB tw- uh, beams are badass to have. If I, I could be wrong, but I remember seeing someone talking about that for this setup. I think they are. They're stout enough. They're not like the half tons. Coil overed it. With the links on, or with you know the radius arms, he updated those. It's got a little bit of a lift now on on some methods. It looks like, yep. And it looks it trans it like takes that truck from like a three grand truck to I don't know ten grand truck depending if what's under the hood. If it cleans it up, makes actually makes some power. I mean the yeah. IDI guys are gonna go ape shit when they hear this, but like you know you can make some power out of an IDI. Aaron has one. It makes a ton of horsepower. That truck right there, he just went from like. Okay, it's a brick nose, IDI, yay. And then he just did, and really, what do you think he has into that? I mean, really, Probably it's Probably not, not that much. I mean, the coilovers would be a little expensive. Maybe he's in 1500 bucks into coilovers. He built the links himself, I'm right. sure. Built the drop brackets for, you know, drop pivot brackets. Um, so he's probably in this, I would bet if he's resourceful, he's in this truck under five grand. 
I would say he needs a set of our Minus Aussie head- the wheels and, and tires. Right. Oh, yeah, but I say he needs a set of our Aussie headlights to go with that. Oh, yeah. How cool looking of a truck is that? Yeah. Just to drive around. Like, that's just a sweet setup, you know? <laughs> as and a then, daily. As a daily. It probably gets decent mileage, I would imagine. Two-wheel drive. You can haul your... You could pull, you know, some decent loads with it. Yeah. And if you did the Super Duty rear springs in the back... Yep. Boom. You got a killer, cool... You know, and that's just like what we were talking about, like why we like icon stuff. Like that's why, like this would this truck probably wouldn't get like thousands and thousands of likes on Instagram, but I like it more than like a lot of the SEMA trucks because it's simple. And then like as you start looking in it, looking at it more, you're like, oh, oh wow, there's like some really cool. You know, functional, but yet, yeah, and then also has a style to it. Yeah, and it it's tasteful. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like powder coated bright colors or chromed or polished or anything like shit. It's just like raw aluminum wheel, which yep. looks awesome, and then just flat black paint on the brackets and the chassis. Yeah, and Fox coilovers, so they're black. Right. You know, they're not blingy looking. Like it just, it's it's really clean. Kenny, you need one of these. Yeah, yeah. This is a Christian Ewing. Um, and looks like he's out of San Diego, Santiago, um, San Diego, Santiago, Santiago. San, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I love that. So, uh, pretty awesome though. Yeah, pretty awesome. Um, Next up, we have something totally different. Yeah, this, this is, is this is good. Uh, I'm excited to tell him that about this because I have no idea if he even has listened to us. But yeah, this guy. You, you bring it up. Uh, this guy is a, uh, not a fabricator, just a welder. It does off, like off, I don't know what you call that, off-road welding. Like he's kind of like, I guess if you're in Texas, you're a pipeline welder. You'd be that. This guy does it here in the valley all over. He does gnarly stuff. Uh, my brother who's into heavy excavation, um, he has worked with this gentleman. He will go down into like a, you know, like a 30 foot, 60 foot, you know, massive hole and, and weld on water, massive water mains. Yep. Um, we bring this guy up because of, not because of the truck world. Um, I noticed he started following OBS Solutions before I heard of him. And I'm like, my brother's like, hey, I worked with this guy. He says he follows you. And I'm like, well, who's this guy? And then he to- told me about him. And like, yeah, we're doing a, a job in outside of Springfield. We're like, he says like 52 feet down. And they had it, you know, shored up and everything. He, Sean does gnarly shit when it comes to that world, right? And so he's like, yeah, we had to shore it up. And this guy just like, hops down in there. And like, there's a water main that they had, you know, this massive thing. He hops down in there and starts welding on it. And he's got a... We so, got a. Can I interject? Good. Go um, this is Nick Bizatis. Yes. So on Instagram, it's Bizatis and um, and like you were saying, he's out of uh, Beaver Creek, Oregon, and yeah, he does like more commercial type of welding, but he right. takes killer pictures of everything that he does. Super hard worker and like a just really nice guy. Check out the side by side. I love the side by side with tracks. And his welder on the back to go up in the snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He took a what is this? Uh, I think it's a it's a uh, Can Am, isn't that? Or knows that a Polaris? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know my side by side. Yeah, but it's enclosed cab uh, with a little bed on the back. He's got this massive welder on the back and with tracks. Yeah, and it's set up for being able to go well. Like this guy 
seems like he will weld anything anywhere and yeah. do like the best job. Right. At doing uh, it. I guess his, yeah, he just, and he was super hell of a nice guy from what I've been told. Yeah. Um, his pictures are amazing and some of the areas that he works is amazing. And, and so it's always like a, and if you look, if you pay attention to the pictures, his welding skills and how they're doing it and like what he's welding on is the, that's what amazes me the most. Oh, it's, he is an incredible welder. Um, it's, it's stick, it's MIG, it's TIG. It's like, it's everything under the sun, right? I mean, that's what I've noticed. You yeah. Know? I mean, he's doing hot taps on gas lines. He's welding up. Like he, I recently saw he was out at a waste treatment facility welding <laughs> on sewer lines, like, oh, which did that takes a, a strong individual to put up with that smell and work in it. But yeah, he, He's killer. His shop at home, he's got the same CNC table that I've got. Okay. Um, and what's funny is like we'll bounce ideas off of each other. Like he was just asking me the other day about uh, you know, this weird brake thing that's going on with his super duty. Or and he was asking about possibly putting a Cummins in it. And he's like, I guess I do have a seven three and a Cummins work truck. So you know, I kinda got the best of both worlds, but maybe I'll put a Cummins in my in my super duty. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like he he's just a cool dude. That's awesome. And I love that he just embraces the welder life. I yeah. mean, like he really does a good job on the gram, showing pictures, showing what he does. It's not about uh it's not like him being a you know a gnarly, you know, he's not portraying himself as something gnarly. It's just great pictures of him doing a job, and then you just get the idea you're like, okay, this is a serious individual doing a serious job. I'm no, and that's not to take away from anyone else. This guy just takes killer pictures and they're high quality too. Yeah. And he takes pride in work that like, I feel like normally on Instagram, like this type of stuff wouldn't get as much attention you mm -hmm. know, doing more structural, like just sure. industrial type welding. But the way that he, uh, showcases it and the, the, like, I feel like he treats it like an art and mm -hmm. a passion. Cause it doesn't matter if it's just, uh, you know, an underground pipe weld, which yeah, it has to be strong. It's got to pass x-ray that, you know, all that stuff. But like, he just takes pride in every aspect of everything that he does. I also like the fact that everything's in its place. Yes. If you see, there's a picture and you know, I'm so goofy that way with everything being exact that if you look, there's a picture and he built like this slide out for all his hoses. He built like for all, for his, uh, shields. He, yeah. Check that out right there. If you yep. go in there, he like slides out and it's got all those lines on it for gas. And I mean, just pretty cool stuff. It's very cool. And he actually, I think he was just featured, um, in Miller's newest magazine and he's been testing, welding gloves out for like torchware. Wow. And he was just on another podcast, um, which I know it's not OBS related, but I would be stoked to chat with him. Yeah, about this for stuff. sure. He was on, um, dirt talk. Um, what makes a good welder? Hmm. And his response apparently is, Oh man, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, it's just a trade guy and super solid dude uh, check it out that's an interesting one it's definitely not an obs related but um i know john talks to him my brothers work with him said just as a as a human being hell of a nice guy yeah definitely now what is this what do you got here so have you ever seen uh brian borms dude 40k 40 000 followers yeah wow okay um 
U.S. Marine geologist. He's in Black Hills, South Dakota. Okay. And he loves classic Fords and Broncos. Um, this Bronco here is a... Uh, it's no, a he owns 78, these. 79. Yeah, these are all his. Um, and I believe this is either... He has one 78, 79 Bronco that has a 7.3 power stroke in it. Wow. And he has one that has a Cummins in it. Um, okay. He's got this 7.3 X fire truck that he... Uh, you know, it's four wheel drive, took the fire body off the back and, uh, you know, put a flatbed on it. Check out the OBS Bronco. Is that his, the, the two tone? I've never seen that color combo. This one. Uh, yeah, that is, <laughs> that his. is a rad Bronco right there. So this has got, this is a, an arrow nose OBS. So 92 to 97, um, which I don't know if they made Broncos in 92. I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah. it's blue, royal blue with a gray stripe. Or? I don't think that's an OG paint color, but I could be wrong. I, all I know is the way it sits is perfect. It's that is, way sweet. That is a perfect setup for a Bronco, in my opinion. Not too tall, but not too stuffed. It's on 37s and beadlocks. I'd like to see more of that Bronco. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. He's got... How come so, we don't have a deuce and a half like that guy has? Uh why don't we have one of those? I don't know. I think we just need to. You hear that? Oh, yes. that's not healthy. Um, oh, I have seen this guy. Now yep. that I see this bump side, this has a Cummins in it, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, 67, um, that mint green blue. Now it's a half ton, right? Yes. Yeah, because it's got it's got trailing or it's got radius arms. Yep. Uh huh. Um, but it's and this thing's gone from a flatbed to an original, you know, same original paint bed back to a flatbed. I feel like it goes back and forth. Now, didn't it have tracks on it? Isn't there some videos with this thing with tracks? Oh yeah, yeah. He he does all sorts of crazy stuff, and that truck is sweet. Um, he also has what. I want to do at some point. He has a Bronco, another one. I don't know if he still has it, but it's got a ZF5 in it. Okay. And it has a... Right, that That is a good-looking Bronco. So this Bronco um, is a ZF5 with an LS. Really? Had got an adapter plate, I believe, from somebody in Australia. And put a 5.3 LS in it. Is there any pictures of the... Uh, so it's like that... That is one of my favorite colors of an OBS anything besides Oxford white. Is that... What is that? Green and white? Or that mint green and white? Or is that... I think is it's that Calypso green, green and white. Someone call Brian and ask him Calypso, is that, if that's Calypso green. This that, is a guy that I would also really dig. Like this right here, um, what we're looking at, like you were saying, it's like mint green and white or Calypso green. Mm-hmm on methods uh with what 33s like this stance is my favorite for that, a bronco yeah i think i like the, the other one better but that one's but you pretty like, damn you're a big tire guy i am it's my it's my short stature what can i tell you no i wasn't gonna say that <laughs> but yeah i wish um, um i wish i could find is there a picture of the ls in there i i'll try and find it he he does all sorts of neat crazy stuff and it, it seems like he just he digs working on these old trucks and making them cool 
Well, I think we're getting close because I just found the exhaust. Um, I just see the military like the deuce and a half thing. I, I, I just think we need one. Yeah, why not? I yeah. Mean, I'm, I'm not opposed. Oh, yep, we're getting there. Yeah, the, <laughs> this is it. Wow. Um, oh, I was wrong. It's got a 6.0 LQ4, you know, LS base. Right. Um, six liter. Wow. With a ZF5. And it fits in there. It looks really good in there. It looks great. The internet just like went, what the hell? You're going to put a Chevy in a Ford. Well, you know what? Chevy gas motors are pretty killer. We don't discriminate, do we? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> that yeah. is that is solid. That is really good. That looks really good. Uh, I still like the darker blue color one, just the way it sits, but I dig the LS in there. I really do. Especially if you're talking about EEC systems, the early EEC system, it sucked to deal with even, you know, good luck getting some parts today. It was an OBD2, uh, which is, you know, the computer platform in the 95, 96, 97. It was kind of a split year there. Those were easier to deal with. I'd rather have a Mass Air OBD2, Yeah, you know, but if I had an EEC system, man, I don't, that'd be... They they kind of are fickle, um, but um, yeah, that that's that's pretty cool. That's it, pretty cool. It's way sweet, um, and yeah, they just like it's hard to pass up the the Chevy LS platform. You know the five, especially the cheap ones, like not an yeah. LS two that's all aluminum, like a five three or a six right. with cast iron block that you can get the whole, you know, engine, transmission, computers, everything for like eight hundred bucks from a junkyard. And then put them in with a hot cam, bigger injector, you know, fuel system, and even a turbo on stock internals and make, like, f more than 500 wheel horse. Our uh, engine builder loves the LS stuff. He goes, because everything's readily available. Super simple. It's everywhere. You know, yeah. Even if it's, you know, uh, a buddy of mine that I mentioned before, um, Falls, he he likes them for his buggies, you know, because everyone's doing LS stuff because it's, it's everywhere. You can find them everywhere. You can. And they're they're killer, they're they're just solid. So what's next? We have it looks like we have one more. This one, yeah. Unless you had another one you wanted to go to. Uh, maybe at the end there, but let's just do okay. one more here. Right. Let's check this out real quick. Um, this one is. Let me find it. Just punching away. Here we go. Yep. We need a we need a Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, this uh, wait, he has dogs. I really like the guy, and he rides dirt bikes. Dogs, dirt, dirt bikes. bikes. All right, they, that, we don't care. I don't care if you drive a Chevy or a Dodge at this point. And he's got a Sanger. Oh, there um, you go. I named my dog Sanger after <laughs> after, after the boat manufacturer. Oh yeah, really? Okay, dude. Wakeboarding was his... that, that's that's it, huh? Yep. Uh, so this guy is Matt Swithenbank, and he has he's into many things, obviously. Um, but more specifically, he's got a 94 F250 extended cab used to be a long bed, I believe. Okay. Um, and it's kind of turned into a like, you know, quote unquote diesel runner, like okay. a pre runner. Uh, it's got a Cummins conversion and it is set up like a, like a pre runner. Um, it's, he built a, a crazy sweet like bed for it. Um, Looks like an overlanding kind of thing. Like it has that overlanding look type of feel to the back of it. Yes, it does, and it's it's all garage fabbed. But 
like quality. show the picture of the suspension there in the front. He's got like what's he doing there? Is he doing? Yeah, he's gonna go down a little further. So it's a Super Duty front axle that has been trussed. Um, Interesting, he trussed the bottom. Yeah, well, on you know that's we've talked. I think we talked about this in in previous podcasts. That's one of the hardest parts about like the suspension that we designed right. is that engine cross member just doesn't give you a whole lot of room. And you can see here how much of his cross member is actually cut out to give you more up travel. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say trusting the bottom is going to do two things. You know, it's obviously going to stiffen it, but it's also going to protect it, you know, if you're Hit, bashing it right, off tubes. Yeah. And it gives you, you know, it doesn't take up that extra real estate on top to give you the up travel. Hmm. Interesting um, that he did that because you don't see a lot of people trusting the bottoms because of what you see nowadays on the gram is the stuff that's getting highlighted as the big SEMA bro truck stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? Where you have a gentleman like this is like, Hey, I took this OBS. I'm going to make it functional. And, and he made it cool, way cool. And it, but he did it in a certain way. Yeah, he did it in a, you know, because it's not just for looks. Like this truck is meant to be used. I love the back of that thing. Right? That is killer. Like tube bed, um, but like with custom made bedsides. Um, and you can still use the middle of the bed. It's got um, trailing arms with, it, it has bypasses and coilovers. Um, and yeah, it's just like a, it's a unique one of a kind sort of truck with a Cummins in the front. And he's still on the Sterling in the back. It's not on a Super Duty axle. No. So I wonder if the front is not a Super Duty. No, the front is, is? a Super okay. Duty. Yep. I'm, I'm sure that hmm. um, they built some pretty sweet radius arms for it, fabricated with an adjustable upper link. Uh, pretty similar to ours, except we didn't go fabricated just for... Check out, so you can adjust the caster on it. Yep. Which is, so you don't have to do a slug in the ball joint. So if, if you guys are listening and, and you don't know what we're talking about, so on a straight axle, um, like an OBS, especially if it's spring, to get the caster where it needs to be, you have to remove the upper ball, or you have to remove the nut on the upper ball joint, and you better hope it's not rusted in. No kidding. <laughs> a lot of them are. And there's a slug in there, and that you have to remove that slug, and you have to put one in that will give you a caster camber adjustment, where this gentleman took, and he took a control arm, built a control arm, and it looks like he has some drawing skills, too. Uh, this or was drawn someone, by another guy. By another guy. Someone drew it, and they actually put an adjustable upper link because he used a 05 and newer uh, front axle, which gives you the tabs to do like a four link where he just made an arm that is adjustable, which super functional, a lot more Very. beefy, does the job. Yeah, it works great. Pretty cool. Very cool. It's uh, it, I, I like... You know, I I guess I'm I like the more unique stuff versus mm -hmm. like the unfinished SEMA stuff that's like too <laughs> blingy, well, it's too over the top. Yep. Like I like this type of stuff. I do too. I I, I appreciate all types. I get where you're coming right. from. I I appreciate all types. Um, I really like um, why we're on. I got two more. We're gonna. Okay. I got two more. Uh, I want to do Cal's customs. I can't remember Cal is. It was, um, 
he is we we we, uh, we help him out, work with him on some of his trucks. Yep, Cal's Customs right down there. I think it's the third one down. That's that? custom no, shoes. That's not it. Where is he? Is at? it with a K? Yeah, it might be. Um, he and uh, who was that? It is. Oh, we're really flopping here. We'll we'll find it. We will find it. Um, I gotta find it now. Uh, before I'm gonna find that real quick. Green farm truck. Our guy Brian Castleman. And I'm going to bring that up because of the level of detail Brian goes into. And I I got the chance to meet Brian. Um, he's a Ford dealer tech for eons. He, in fact, when I talked to him, he's like, hey, I remember when these came out new. Nice. And I met him, uh, Eric and I met him in uh, Tennessee. Very nice guy. Um, but the level of detail and the pictures do not do this truck justice. I know he's on Facebook a lot and that kind of stuff. I don't play in that world much on the Facebook thing. Me neither. Yeah, but I the Instagram stuff does not do justice to how detailed this truck is. So this truck is a crew cab long bed yep. with a dually flatbed four-wheel drive. Looks like it's on Alcoa's. And it's that that same. We, I don't know the technical color, but it's like mint green. I think he calls that calypso green. Calypso if I remember right, yep. green. And it appears that oh my gosh, the the AC compressor is powder coated. <laughs> yes, like the everything's the, like the everything's powder coated. Are powder coated. So this is the detail of this truck, and I don't think. I mean, you can scour through like his stuff, but when I rode in this truck, I noticed that the factory window switches were lit. No way. And I'm like, Brian, how'd you, you know, how'd you, how'd you do that? And he's like, you know, he's kind of secretive about some of his stuff, which I get because he puts a lot of time, he, he geeks out big time, which I totally dig, but he put LEDs in the switch to light up. He t pulled the switch apart and uh, his wife, Jennifer, and, uh, and him took us uh, for uh, a drive or a, a ride to... Um, this car show that was going on while we were in Tennessee, um, Rod Runs, which we here in Oregon, if you've never heard of Rod Runs, if you ever get a chance, check that out. It is the most epic time I've ever had in my life looking at car and truck stuff. It's everything. And that's in Tennessee. It's in Tennessee. It is the most amazing event I've ever... In fact, I told Lisa, I said, hey, we're going to get the cowboy truck done. When it's all buttoned up, we're just going to put a gooseneck, haul the princess truck all the way over to Rod Runs. I'll go it, with you. It is rad. I'll bring yep, my bring own. It. it is the coolest event. So anyway, that's how I got to meet Brian. And um, and it wasn't just like I've seen Brian's stuff on Instagram, and I was like, okay. But once you see the truck and like the level of detail he goes into is unreal. And yeah. my hat's always off to Brian because he's kind of quiet when it comes to like social media. You know, he's busy. He's working. He's doing his thing. But then he has this on the backside. And it's it's got a, a shackle reversal, Super Duty front end suspension, you know, from Skies. I think the rear, he did the Super Duty Springs too. Nice. Um, and it's just a good-looking truck. Does he drive this thing? I believe he drives it almost every day. I can't – when I talked wow. to him, he drove it quite a bit. Um, I can't remember the details. He may not drive as much. His – He's also, uh, his wife has a Centurion also crew cab, which is really cool too. So that's 
awesome. This is, it is impressive, the level of detail that has gone into this truck. Well, the time, you know, that's what I, you know, regardless of it being a bro truck or a yeah. stock looking truck, I love that people put time into their rigs. And that's why I was going to bring up the next one would be uh, uh, Cal's Custom, C-A-L-Z. And I'm sure people know this one because it's all over the place. Um, yep, right there. Calvin's a hell of a nice guy. Got to meet him working with him on a tailgate panel for one of his trucks and other stuff. Now, this is over-the-top SEMA truck stuff, right? This right. is kind of like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's big wheels, bro-ish, that kind of stuff. Um, what I love about Calvin is just like everyone else, and we – talked about it, i think like on our second podcast we really don't discriminate we like no. everything like you talked about like in donk rigs on our podcast right yeah. one of them right yeah i love the fact that there's nothing been half-assed with calvin's stuff right it's the frame is custom made like yeah. it's a box frame it's all cut out it's you know it's just over the top but not you know, you can almost go too far on some of these rigs. I feel like this one is like right there. I think I like how everything's clean and yep. maybe just cause it's white. Cause I'm a fan of white <laughs> on trucks, yep. but I'm with you on that. It doesn't have like an obnoxious paint job. No, that it looks, fit the truck. It, it looks great though. Um, I'm a fan of bigger rubber obviously because I like, you know, man, old school, but I, I dig what's going on here. And he spent a lot of I don't know. I know uh, RYD to the frame and suspension and stuff. I'm not sure. I think he. I think he's a busy guy, so I'm not sure if he gets his hands on this and does a bunch of this himself. Um, talking to him, he is a hell of a, a gentleman when it comes to um, talking to him on the phone. And uh, that's good. It is, and I, I dig that. That um, I like the monster truck stuff. You know, I like the big lifted stuff. And when it comes to this truck, I know people are like some people don't like the skinny wheel or skinny tires and stuff, but I really. My hat's off to the level of detail and, you know, not just if you look under, there's pictures of this thing underneath and it's just amazing, you know? Yeah. So. No, that, I totally appreciate this. It's a, and it's an extended cab, long bed. Yep. White. Now there's a pictures, I think, Kenny found them. If you go really far back, it was a, it didn't look, it was pretty rough. If I remember right, you have to go way, way, way back. I mean, if I'm going to do this much work on a truck, I would probably start with a rough one too, just because as long as the body's straight, like why? Right. Oh, look at that. See, that's, look at the frame and the chassis setup. Isn't that cool? It's very cool. It's, uh, my, my question is, does he have a front drive shaft? Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Nice. I believe so. Go, go to the last picture. I believe it has a front drive shaft. And I, I don't even know. Go to the top again. I think there was a current picture, but yeah, I believe so. I just think the frame. It does. Yep. I that's that's <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves is you see these giant lifted four wheel drive trucks that they can't even get a front drive shaft in it. It's like <sighs> we saw one going through town the other day that was a two wheel drive lifted on like forty fours. Well, I guess if it's never going to be used where it needs four-wheel drive. I guess. I guess. It's just all the, it's the, uh, I don't know. It's each mental, their own. Hey, each their own. block. Yeah. <laughs> each each their, their own. That's right. So anyway, that's the last one I have. Um, yeah. I know this was, I don't know if this is the podcast people want to hear about us going on the gram, but we thought we'd just talk about this. I think it's fun though, because, you know, if. If you already follow all these people, then I guess you know what you're ta we're talking about. Um, but if not, like I always like hearing about other people's projects. Um, 
and getting ideas from other people and just a lot of it can be inspiration, you know, like it's, it's easy to get stuck in a rut when you're working on the same, like, I'm sure you get this way with the cowboy truck. It's like, you're so zoned in on that. Or other, or other project trucks are in the shop. Same thing. You know, we have other things going on. You're just like, Oh my gosh, I got to see this again today. Right. You and know? you, you lose inspiration. Right. But then when you like it, it's motivating to see other people putting in the work and doing something that it might be totally different than what you're doing, but it still can be inspiring. Like, okay, yep, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to keep moving forward. And small bites. Um, when things get slow or you get kind of bummy, you just like small bites to kind of get things, uh, keep chipping away at it, I guess, is the only way I can I can say it. Totally. You know? So, um, yeah. I. What are we in, John? We're an hour 21. Yeah. Well. It's been solid. Solid. Hey, good times. Definitely. Um, want to thank everyone for listening of course remember we're just two guys that are into cool shit maybe you are too I don't know but that's how we roll hopefully, hopefully. and uh, please you know leave us a review and a five star rating and let us know if there's anything you'd like us to cover uh, you can send us comments on obviously Carrot Customs and OBS Solutions uh, messengers on Instagram Facebook uh, hot air balloon. I don't know. Smoke, smoke signal. signal. Smoke hey, signal. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, any way to get a hold of us, let us know what you think. Um, we may like it. We may not. We don't care. We're just, like I said, um, I think anything else? Oh, don't forget August 13th, 14th, 15th, like we mentioned, truck show, OBS truck show, or no BS, OBS truck show, Lynn County Fairgrounds, Albany, Oregon. Uh, Friday nights, a meet and greet, uh, hangout, cruising with John himself is going to be cooking for us. It's this is all free. That, I'm only re- cooking one night. That's it, one night. I'm not <laughs> cooking the day of the show. <laughs> the day of the show, there is food trucks. There's drift trike racing. There's check us out. We we said last year was 5k in raffle prizes. Okay. This year looks like 10k. 10k. Dude, we have. Falcon Tires is on board. Fuel Wheels is giving a set of wheels uh, customers' choice. Wow. Right? And besides that, we still have our solid sponsors like yourself, Carrot Customs, Skies Off-Road, CP Attic, you know, Advanced Auto. OBS Solutions. OBS Solutions, Crabtree Automotive, and we still have a whole list. I think iRate's involved. I think there's some serious, um, some other players. Dan. Dan is, I was just going to say, Dan's got, uh, Dan is going to give away a piping kit. Dude. Right? That's killer. Yeah. So Dan with his badass pipe kit, and then uh, he'll probably have some T4s there for everyone. One of the best T4s on the market. Hands down. Um, and then there's a couple other that are coming along that we'll mention. We're also going to do, um, so a show and shine, which we were, you know, we weren't doing trophies and shit, stuff like that. So we decided people want to do a show and shine, which everyone pulls their money into a pot. The winner gets half. The other half gets donated to safe Haven, uh, humane society there in uh, Albany. That's uh, that's killer. That's yeah. going to be fun. And then don't forget, Sunday is going to be a cruise. We're going to do a nice cruise. We're going to have the hangover cruise out of Albany, and we're going to cruise the valley uh, just for a couple hours and then come back to the shop and have lunch. Sounds great. I'm hey, excited. It's going to be a good time. So, John, thanks again for having us. Yes, thank you for coming over, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Don't forget to hit the likes or whatever you always say. Yeah, I said that <laughs> already, and then we okay. went back. And- so now we're, Okay, good to go. All right, well, thanks, everyone, again. Cheers.